Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Jurymore Podcast. I'm Ashley Paramore. I'm Justin Robert Young. And we're getting married. We are. It's the point of the show. It is, you know, actually. Like, I don't know if we'd be doing this show if we weren't getting married. Nope. So then here we are, and that's what that is. Just in case anybody was confused. I mean, they might have been. They, I mean... I, I just heard a bird. It made me sorry. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are hearing the birds. Oh, uh, the not. birds, the birds are out. They're out in full effect. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. We have uh, a, a really good show for everybody. And you know, are, are you feeling like at first? I think we were like shocked with how much family was listening to the show. Yeah, and I feel like that's receded a little bit. <laughs> like I think they got now, bored with us. They're like, whatever. This is the reason why they don't listen like, to podcasts. Jesus, they're doing this every week. Exactly. Ugh. How much do they care about this and each other? Uh, but now we're getting like actual podcast listeners and a lot of couples. I know. It's a. Uh, it's kind of cool, actually. Like couples are listening like we, to us together. Is there is I don't think that there's a lot of podcasts that we both listen to together that aren't like mine. Yeah. I don't know that I even listen to yours. You don't, and nor should you, right? But I mean like there's not a lot I mean, I guess we both listen to serial, but that was like both on our own time. Yeah. And only because I couldn't escape it. That's why I listened and to it. And th- that was also and the biggest podcast in, in, in history. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But anyway. Yeah. Well, we're, we're very Family excited. We're very excited. And now the couples are here. And now the couples are here. I feel yeah. like it's good. Family left. And now the friends are here. And now we're just going to hang out. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and do the updates. Uh, for those of you who are just uh, starting to listen to the show, we update you on the progress of our wedding planning. We try to keep this as brief as possible because it is indeed an unending hell for us, and we don't want to necessarily bring you through it any more than we have to. Yeah, Although, this is probably – there's probably a couple of family members that will only listen to this part and then turn it out. off yeah, afterwards. right after. <laughs> So, uh, are you guys actually doing anything? Are you planning <laughs> updates? Updates. What do we have? So, uh, I finally purchased the invitations or the you design did. for the invitations yeah. and got it all filled out pretty. And, uh, once that's all said and done, maybe we'll post a version online somewhere. But, um, they're done. I just need to take them to a printer and design one other little special thing for us. But that's done. So, yeah. that's exciting. That's good. Very good news. And uh, not so much something that is an update, but was a frustration that I learned on Saturday. Because one of the struggles that we had early on, and is still a never-ending struggle, is blocking hotels for family. Yeah. And this weekend, I was like, you know what? I'm. I've had people say no before, but I'm going to go ahead and try and call these other hotels that you know we had recommended friends and family to stay at. Which and, we, we were looking for availability, yep, affordability, mm-hmm. and proximity to the MARTA line. That that also would not lock you into three or four days because Dragon Con hotels downtown yeah. tend to lock you in for several nights. Yeah. So, But also where people wouldn't necessarily have to have a car or yeah. have to rely on Uber. Exactly. So I finally sat down to call a couple of the hotels. Uh-huh. Uh, but we have a problem. What's that? We're on the West Coast. 
Oh, it's just been a pain in the ass to call East Coast hotels. Because they're nine to five. Yeah. And which, because you which, have to talk to their salespeople to block yeah. rooms. Which is what we on the East West Street. Coast like to call six in the good goddamn morning to two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So if you do not do it, if you don't wake up early to make a call or make that call immediately after your lunch, you're kind of a screwed. Yep. That's like it. You are you are done with that. Uh, so so that's you a, haven't you haven't you haven't called. No, this is not a, since Saturday. This is when they a, transferred me to four different people, and I was on the hold basically for fifteen minutes just to tell me that no one could talk to me. It's very frustrating. This has also been a Gloria thing. I mean, I wasn't going to call anybody out. I'll put my mom on blast. Oh, glow! You have to text <laughs> me when you hear this. <laughs> No, my mom. My mom was like, "It would be a good idea to to block out rooms." Uh, to which I think is is you know, is my, my mom's a planner. I'm a planner. She uh, and I'm not saying you're not. You're both planners. I'm just saying she, this is the right thing to do. The only problem is it's hard to do, and it's harder to book or block rooms when there's like a hundred thousand more people in Atlanta than would be normally. <laughs> yeah, and we're not. Doing the ceremony there. We're not yeah. doing anything there. You know, which although I guess my brother blocked out rooms at a hotel that he wasn't doing anything in. But long story short <clears throat> long story short, we are we are efforting. We are we are making our best effort to block rooms. Uh, if anybody has any room blocking tricks that they would like <laughs> to share with us, please Justin Robert Young at gmail dot com. Jury more or in the title. Yeah, jury more in the subject line. Ooh, any other uh, updates? No, that's pretty. That's pretty much it. Short updates this week. Short updates. Yeah. Good. End it. Done. Done. Finito. Next topic. And go, you fat piece of shit. Oh. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, oh no. no. You said it first. I've had. Uh, I've had a bit of a crisis of conscience. I don't know if I've talked about it on the on on the podcast, but I have like I get very judgy with people's wedding photos. Do you do what? this? No, I don't. I don't actually. You don't do this, I get, or I get you don't about, remember me talking about it. I didn't know until recently yeah. that this was a thing that you were really judgy about. Yeah. Um, but I didn't realize the reasons because I I will get judgy in the like that's a stupid pose. Yeah. But you. Oh, I get judgy about that too. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, my 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 still water runs deep for for uh, for, for for old germs. But that's not the thing. No, that I know. Yes, no, everything, everything. About. I get judgy about people's weight in in wedding photos, uh, specifically when there are gigantic fluctuations. If you are you're a bad person, if you are somebody for whom is of a consistent weight, you are in shape in your wedding photos, and when I meet you, you are in shape. All right. If you have a little bit of extra weight on you, you're just a big bone person, and that's just who you are. And then. That is what reflects uh, in your wedding photos. That's totally cool too. Where I get judgy is when there's massive fluctuations. When you have wedding photos that they're a little fatter, right? And then now, totally tip top shape. They're they What if it goes the other way? And the other way, I judge that. They're super skinny in the wedding photos, and now they're fatter. I mean, although I guess that's like more of the the stereotypical way, right? You get married, you get happy, you get fat. 
Eat too many cookies. You eat a lot of cookies. You get Christmas belly. You get a Christmas, uh, a perma Christmas belly. Yeah. Which is what I'm currently suffering with. Now, let me make a few very, very clear pronouncements. I don't think of myself as fat. I think that I am overweight for me, but it is not in any way necessarily noticeable once I have a shirt on. It, it's it's really a minor thing. However, because and, – and let me also backtrack on this wedding photo thing. I'm not proud of this. If it weren't for the fact that I have to do a podcast talking about wedding stuff every single week, I would in no way talk about it. However – since we're here, and since I've revealed, I've shown my ass on, on this topic, I will now tell you that I kind of want to do something about it because I don't think that I am in the best shape I've ever been in. I would like to be in the best shape I've ever been in for our wedding. I figure there's only a few times in your life when when that just makes sense, right? You put like, talk, talk to somebody and say, oh, I want to be the best shape I've ever been in. All right. Well, I mean, uh, it's for my wedding. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And then right after your wedding, you put that Christmas belly right back on. <laughs> well, because then you can't go back. <laughs> like, really, I'm just trying to like I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the final two minutes of of this uh, courtship thing, right? Like, I just need to make sure I put the game away. <laughs> like, you know, and if I had some abs, you know, <laughs> like I'm we're, we're good. We're I'm good to go. I'm gonna walk down the aisle, and there's just gonna be this giant Christmas belly belly sticking out, and I'll just. Here you go. Just, take, uh, the, take the ring It's fine. Back, you know? Yeah. Put it on your tiny penis. <laughs> uh, so you, so I, I want to get in shape is, is really where I'm going with this. You should come rock climbing with me. I just came from rock climbing. I don't like rock climbing. Hmm. And also, I don't like rock climbing. I just don't. Also, we've had this other thing. This is another thing with us is that I... I Exercise is a solitary thing for me. When I used to work out a lot, I used to go to 24-Hour Fitness in Margate, Florida. And I would go at odd hours. I would work until like 2 o'clock in the morning and then go work out. When you go to the gym, 2 o'clock in the morning, there are three types of people there. Bouncers, who just got off work. Uh, fat, like morbidly obese people clinically who are working out. They want to make a change in their life, but they're too embarrassed to go work out in front of other people when there's a lot of other people at the gym. And anorexics. And boy, that those the anorexics and the bulimics, the girls with the, with the eating disorders, they go hard at the gym at like 3 in the morning. You see a chick that weighs 80 pounds soaking wet doing chin-ups like Sarah Connor. Ah! It's a weird sight, man. But I feel like I'm the fat guy wearing the uh, wearing the garbage bag at four in the morning. Like I, I, I need to get in shape. I just don't like to do it around other people. And maybe that's why I was there. Maybe that's why I was among them. Maybe there's a fat guy telling that story, and he's like three kinds of people there: anorexics, bouncers, and podcast hosts that yeah. have weird, uh, you know, issues. Though I feel like it's probably gonna be. Uh, a combination of all of those that are also podcasters in the Bay Area. It's a fair point. So anyway, I I, I want to work out um, and uh, well, not not work out. I want to get in shape, and I, I think part of what I need is like one of those like personal trainer sessions. 
Cause like I just need a I, I need a plan. When I when I started running a lot, like I did it. I just like got a couch to five k schedule, and just started doing it. And every day I knew what I had to do. And if I was in and you lost a lot of weight when you did that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I lost I lost a fair amount of weight. Um, you know, probably about ten pounds, something like that. But I don't really have far to go. Yeah. You know, I'm at like at my heaviest. I'm at like one seventy. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't think really anything under 150 for me is, like, healthy. <laughs> Probably not. You know, so I would, you know, one 160, a good 160 is, is great for me. So I'm not far away. Uh, and this is why I hate talking about exercise, by the way, on, on podcasts. Because, like, there's somebody, and by somebody, I mean the vast majority of our audience, who might not be 10 pounds away from, like, their ideal weight. And they're like, well, fuck you. you. Yeah. You blathering piece of dog shit. Like, I, I, should, I should be so Everyone lucky. Everyone shame him. Yes. No shame. Justin Robert Young at gmail.com. Exactly. Jerry Moore in the subject line with your fat shame. So, anyway, I, I want to do this, and, and uh, I, I, I just – I need a program that I can work on uh, – I, I can I can work on when I'm on the road, and I feel like I need the diet thing. That like I feel like the diet thing is also a big key. Not eating deep fried food while you're on the road. Yeah, I think I just I, I need like just a good like a go to menu of like if and maybe it's like you should talk to Jared from Subway. I mean. <laughs> I feel like that oh, might not be man. a bad idea, right? Like, not necessarily Jared from Subway or whatever, but just, like, a good list of, like, road warrior trying to stay shape, try, trying to stay in shape, like, meals. You know what I got to get on? I got to get on, like, a professional wrestler's diet. Because all they are is on the road, and they got to stay in, like, peak physical performance. I need to talk to pro wrestlers. I need to talk to Joey Image. Hold on. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, I need Joey. To, I need to talk to Joey Image and tell me how to, and so he can tell me how to eat clean on the road, and oh. also how to, I don't know, do other wrestler stuff. Uh, <laughs> but mostly wrestling, but maybe maybe food. Um, anyway, so you're gonna get into tip top shape. I'm gonna, you're gonna be ripped like me and my massive. And also, you muscles. are in like really good shape right now. So I exercise a lot. You exercise like a fiend. You are going to the rock gym all the time. And now your grip is getting uncomfortably strong for me. Mm-hmm. Like you'll do this thing. This I'm, is... I'm going to share something slightly embarrassing. Are you ready? Okay. You will go to bed many times before me. Yes. And I will uh, screw around and do stuff. And when I walk by the bed, you will start just reaching for me. Yeah, no, it's true. And sometimes you'll say, you'll be like, jury. And then you'll just reach. And it'll just be like in whatever direction, like like you are a compass arm. The sound arm. is over here. Yeah, like you are, like, like I am the magnetic pole and you are a compass I arm. I warm, jury. Yeah. It's cold, jury. And like sometimes you'll like grab an arm. Like grab for, for, the, for them watching live. Uh, and, and. You know, a few months ago, I would just take my arm away from your grip. But since you've been going rock climbing, <laughs> I need to, like, start punching your arm and, like, twisting it. <laughs> I'm going to, like, grease myself up like a pig so I cannot fall so victim. Can, so you can walk by the bed? Exactly. To the paramour grab. 
because now you're really strong. This is part of my misandry. It is. It is. You're going to physically dominate me because I'm a beta. This is how I get to force you to go to sleep at a decent time and, you know, sleep a minimum of eight hours a night. That's, that's just luxurious. That's why you sleepwalk. Yeah. Well, because you don't get enough sleep. Yeah. Okay. What? Yeah. So? Am I not supposed to talk about sleepwalking? We can talk about sleepwalking. You want to talk about sleepwalking? I don't know if it is really germane to, to physical fitness, but <laughs> I, I sleepwalk. Well, I don't. Not much. I, I'm I'm a restless sleeper. You. I, I feel like we didn't didn't we look up like what exactly it was like medically or something at some point. I don't remember. It had to do with like basically not getting enough sleep, though. Yeah. Had to do with not getting enough sleep and like stress. Stress was the other thing. Okay. Yeah. You also. This happened a lot when I first moved out here because you were on a shitty sleep schedule and you would wake up at like 4.15 in the morning. Yeah. And you get up, you jump out of bed and you turn on the shower and you'd you'd not really be there uh, and be like getting ready to leave for – a go the game. airport, the or airport, the go game, or whatever. Whether or not you had, had a game, go. yeah. Because I would have, I'd have dreams. I'd, I'd have like you know, like you know the the typical. Uh, you have homework to do, and you haven't done your homework type of dream. Like that would just be something that I would do, and and I, it would translate. And this has happened my entire life. Uh, it would translate to me just having these kind of like wake up fits. Yeah. Did I tell you that I found out that I get um, the sleep paralysis? Sleep paralysis. Yeah. I didn't know I had that. I thought that that was a thing, like because historically it's been like your eyes are open and yeah. you see like the angel and the devil, or that's when the aliens abduct you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleep paralysis. And uh, it turns out I have it without opening my eyes, and I try and open my eyes and move my limbs, and I can't function, and it freaks me out. Really? Um, Like, I'm still half in a dream, but it's a very physical feeling of, like, trying to move and not being able to. That's really weird. Yeah, and it's it's frequent. I I get it um, usually at least once a month. You should try to grip your own arm with your, like, Hulk-like <laughs> vice grip. <laughs> or I'll just try and grab next to me, and you'll have to bring me out of it. Yes. But uh, if you can catch me, because I'll probably be sleepwalking into the shower at that <laughs> exact moment. All right. So, I mean, I mentioned something on the jury show that I wanted to do one of those, like, tweet my weight kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And... You seem to react like that was a gross idea. I mean, I don't think it's inherently a bad idea, but when you say, so you're what? How much, how much do you weigh now? I don't know. For the uh, record, about, I'm, uh, you said you're about 10 pounds overweight. Let's say, let's say 170. Okay. Let's say you're 170. Yeah. People that are not much taller than you. Yeah. 170 is like a normal or skinny weight. Yes. So when people hear 170 on Twitter, they're going to be like, fuck that guy. Yes. <laughs> you know? Um, so normally I think it'd be a good thing to tweet, but... So maybe just a net loss? Why don't you join... I wonder if um, 
I joined the Lose It group. Yes, the Frog Pants thing. Yeah. The Frog Pants group. They lose a lot of pounds together. The Frog Pants Lose It group. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I mean, but I guess like what I, what I want is unhealthy shaming. Like my entire life. Unhealthy shaming. Yeah. Because I have a very, you gotta understand, like my, my, my internal dialogue is, is angry. You know, and that's what I like about the internet is that like it can be angry because I, that's how I talk to myself is very, you know, hey, loser, you fat tub of ass. Why don't you get in gear, dickhead? I'm not sure that that's going to work the way you want it to work. There's got to be a fat shaming like Reddit group. (laughs) Like make a post on Reddit with a picture of yourself with your shirt off your (laughs) weight. I'm serious. You want like you want? Shame I don't know if I wanted there, right? that bad. <laughs> How about 4chan? Oh my god, that's a great idea though. Of like for people who want to lose an extreme amount of weight <laughs> to post themselves on 4chan is just well no no no, no, no. have like Reddit. where everybody's in on it right a, a, a Reddit a subreddit where people are just like fat shamed for motivation. Lose it. R slash lose it, Tubby. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> it's your idea. You it was had my this idea. idea. For you. No, you had this idea. Ashley Paramore's uh, no! R slash no! lose it, Tubby. No! I want people to give me no! logos for Ashley Paramore's <laughs> R slash lose it, Tubby. God that you. subreddit will be started, and this is how. And I there will be a job. moderator for it within ten minutes, and you will you are going to get an email that says, "Beedlyty, you have been added as a moderator for r slash lose it." Nobody knows my Reddit handle, so mm, okay. I swear to God, you tell a single soul. Okay. Uh, You're okay. a terrible human. So so maybe maybe you I should terrible just terrible fat ass. I should just I should just join the the frog pants lucid group. Yeah. That's what we should do. I think that would be the best of we. What are you saying? Are you calling me fat? No, I like it's the royal we. Everybody, you know. That's what we are doing. All right. We are no, that's that's 10 good. pounds overweight. Uh okay. Anyway. So that's our Enough about your Christmas belly. That's uh yeah, that's the first thing. And and now our general topic. I love birds. Oh yeah, you do. We're so, gonna talk about pets. Did we talk about first how they how they came into our lives here on Jurymore? Have we talked about this? Okay, we're not gonna go into like thirty minutes about like it's our not birds. 30 minutes. We're gonna we're gonna do a general topic about pets. We're no, not just gonna talk about the birds. It. Okay, it is. I'm just saying that we can't I mean, do thirty minutes on. Cause I, mean, I what if they want it? Nobody wants to hear 30 minutes on the birds except for us. What if we talk about how our first son was born? We live years about the birds. All right. We are all in on the birds. I love the birds. I will talk about the birds with you forever. We're not doing 30 minutes on the birds. Can we talk about how much you hated the birds and how much you didn't want a bird in your life? I didn't hate the birds. I agreed that we should get birds. Bird. So you're finally... You're Bird, finally admitting singular. this. No, I, I did. And then you, I got sick one day. You had you already gone really up sick to Napa. Because you didn't get vaccinated. It remains to be seen. I'm adding that to the list of topics for next week. Uh, 
you went up to Napa to a breeder to go look at birds. And yep. you had taken a few pictures of some that you liked. And then you said you were going to go back up there the day that I was sick to go look at the birds again. Because you weren't sure which cage. one you wanted. And to pick up a cage. Which I did both. What you didn't, or what you also did was the third element, uh, which you did not tell me, which was actually buy a bird. I, and that and that bird was Doctor Bird. And you you were reluctant though to getting birds at first because the way the way we we decided yeah. that we would get we a wanted bird. a we wanted a pet. You wanted a dog. Yeah. I wanted a cat. Yeah. The apartment won't allow dogs. So then I I agreed with you. Let's get a cat. No, you didn't want a cat. No, then you decided we couldn't have a cat. No, 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 no. Because no. how it happened was, as I suggested, how about a bird then? And you said, okay, we'll have a cat. And then I said, no, I want a bird now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's how our first bird son came into our lives. Though I do have guilt about getting him from a breeder. But, Why? And then we, because I didn't realize that they were overpopulated like cats and dogs. Oh, yeah. But we learned that it's best for them to have friends, and then we adopted Cooper Bird. We did. We adopted Cooper Bird. So why was it important for us to get a pet, I guess, in general? Well, I it all really started with you, actually. Because you, before um, I had moved out to California, um, right before, you had been dog-sitting Zona. And uh, this was, like, the second time, I think, that you had done it. Zona the dog, uh, Amtrekker's yeah. dog. Um, and you're like, man, man, isn't this great? Look at how great having a dog is. Man, I should. Zona's a great dog. She's, like, the most well-behaved dog on the She's planet. really well-behaved, yeah. Yeah. But really, you, you were the one that wanted an animal. And I'm like, totes my goats. I love animals. Yeah. And that's how we went on our little adventure to birddom. And do you think that it, it, it's made our relationship stronger? I mean, I think like it, it's it's certainly a lot of what we talk about. We talk about the bird a lot. They're basically our kids. Yes, we analyze their behavior. We reward them <laughs> for we, achievements. We we have pie in the sky ideas about their future. We invest a lot of ourselves in these animals. And we literally hang things in the sky for them to land on. <laughs> yes, although they don't really do that all that much. Uh, oh, no, they do on, on the other mm-hmm. stuff, but not the, the floating other thing. The floating stick thing. Uh, so do you think it's made our relationship stronger? Um, in a way, I guess, because it's, it's almost like a shared responsibility, right? Yeah. Only when you're home, though. <laughs> Yeah. I take care of it. I a like lot. I like I do I like, all the I buying like the and the shared responsibility. Yeah. The shared responsibility as in you feed them sometimes and you get to put doctor on your shoulder. I do. Doctor likes to sit on my shoulder while I drink rum. Mm-hmm. Boy. <laughs> uh yeah, I would say undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. I mean, you can't talk about something as much as we talk about the birds and have it not be something that that we have that uh, that is precious to us. You know, it's also like something that I've realized in, and this goes back to the birds like being children yeah. for us thing, to where people be like, oh, look at my dog or my cat on my phone. Are they so cute? I'm like, oh, no, you got to see this sweet bird. Look yeah. at him. He's 
playing with his feathers. <laughs> <laughs> like, we are those people now. I like doing like, that. I didn't realize how much of we were those people until... I think I think I like doing that because I think people have a different idea of me because I have like a weird beard and I yell and bark about everything, and so like if I'm like like oh fucking can you believe this shit again with this anyhow come here look at this little guy he's got such a silly <laughs> face look at his beak he's just like I'm on an adventure <laughs> oh theater monkey says in the chat you know you love your birds when you talk about their masturbation habits yeah. Which I've posted video of Dr. Bird masturbating yeah, on my Instagram. That's not weird. No, it? it's fucked up. It's fucked up you did that to him. Although I talked about him jacking off on the morning stream. So uh, <laughs> anyhow, so I mean, uh, I, I guess, you know, the, our, our, our ruling is that the, the birds and, and pets in general has, has been a, a really big thing for us. You know, I think it, it's it, it's been uh, a great way for us to both kind of, I feel like, especially with, with you moving out, like God, that saved my sanity. Yeah, because you were you were unemployed at the time. You just had a lot of time at home, uh, and then I had this little feather ball on my shoulder to like. It really actually did help with like stress relief to just have something. Because you were going to, crazy. Oh my God! Like the job market out here is, yeah, awful. Poop. Poop. Big old pile of dung. But I had a little bird whose head I could scratch and teach the Angry Birds theme, and it drove me crazy. Yeah. He doesn't and, sing that anymore. And I think, God. like, you know, there was a lot of change for both of us. And, and the bird, in a, in a weird way, kind of gave us something that we were both on the same page on at the same time on. Yeah. You know, because, like, we were both kind of on our separate journeys. Like, I was moving to California and starting this job. You were moving from Ohio and looking for a job. Uh, you were never home. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm on the road trying to get good at this other gig. Like, you know, th- there's just a lot that was going on. And with the bird, we both knew it from the same time. You know? Like, like we, we are both sharing every element of this one experience. And yeah. I think that meant something. Totally. All right, and, give uh, us a... One of, my, one of my favorite things that uh, you told me. This is... Probably TMI. Oh, okay. It's way okay. TMI. It's fine. But it's kind of If we think it's birds. TMI, it's probably something really funny for everybody else to laugh at us and you and me about. Earmuffs glowing, Dad. Um, the mo- when you told me that about hitting a threshold to you were no longer asking for titty pics, but you were asking for bird pics. <laughs> but it's to be true. fair, to be it's fair. True. I had long stopped asking for titty pics uh, after you moved in. <laughs> Maybe hear it again. <laughs> but now it's only bird pics. I just like to see pictures of the bird. <laughs> I asked for bird pics a lot more than I used to ask for titty pics, though. <laughs> That's true. Oh, my God. Anyway. I can't believe that came out on the show. Uh, all right. <laughs> Send your uh, your pet feedback. JustinRobertYoung at gmail.com. Put your more in the subject line. And meanwhile, let's go ahead and get to all of our emails we got this week, and we got a bunch, so we got to motor through them. Um, well, here let me let me get this one that we missed um, from JD. Well, wait, hold on. You, I want to do our new segment. Oh, okay. We have a new segment. We do. Yeah. Does it involve bird picks? It doesn't. Okay. Uh, this segment's called Engagement Story of the Week. We ha- we've had people send in engagement stories, so I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, uh, stretch them out. If you have an engagement story, then then write it in and make sure you write this is a, a, a submission for engagement story of the week. But I figured uh, this might be a fun thing. 
Uh, okay. I couldn't help but think of my own engagement. I had moved to New Zealand, my then boyfriend's home country from Canada, to be with him on a one-year visa. As my visa was getting close to expiring, we began to talk about where things were going. If we were going to stay together, we would have to get the ball rolling pretty quickly or I'd be heading back to Canada. We went out for lunch one day to Burger King, and over our meal of burgers and fries, Jono, the boyfriend, says, So, Steve thinks that since we've been talking about getting married, we should just do it. What do you think? Steve was his boss. There's no ring, no kneeling, no fancy words, just Steve thinks we should. What do you think? That's Jono. Heather, who wrote this, replies, this is in like script format. Here, do you want to read it? Maybe he's right. So you want to do it or what? I guess so. Okay. Shake on it? We shook on it and it was a done deal. Wink. <laughs> That's Heather Irwin. I just Crikey. really like that. It's just a great uh that is that is a great engagement story. Just like, okay, shake on it. Good. Ours was kind of like that to a certain degree. Oh no. Minus the boss. Ours was so, that is like as low key as it gets. We well, are no, such no, no, attention no, no, whores. No, no, no. I mean prior to like the attention whore part because we had talked about it. Yeah. For like a while, we knew it was happening. Yeah. We were planning the wedding before it was public. Yeah. And by we, I mean me. Yeah. But we, you know, the royal we. Sure. So, but then we're attention horse. Yeah. We wanted to have a video that would look at us, a look at us, look at us, look at us. Likes and views. Uh, okay, let's go to the one that you wanted to uh, pick up from last week. <clears throat> so, uh, JD. Wrote in, Jury and Ashley. So I started listening to the podcast. I'm on episode three and quite enjoying it to the point that I'll probably catch up today. I, too, am getting married this year in February. Congrats. And my fiance and I have a problem that I was hoping you might be able to help with. We have a balls-ass early flight to Cancun the next day for the honeymoon with a six-hour labor over in Atlanta. Knowing that you're quite the traveler and been to Atlanta often, where is the best place to sleep or sleep? Wink. In the Atlanta airport. We're both fans of the show and thought you two would be best to ask. Thanks, JD. All right. I have an answer. Yeah, so do I. You want to go with yours first? I think we might have the same one. at the same time? Yeah. After three? One, One, two, two, three. Club. The the 50 uh, bucks or whatever uh, you're going to pay is going to be worth uh, it. uh, Totally. Go, shorty. It's your wedding. Go, shorty. It's your wedding. I think some of the Atlanta ones have showers, too. Uh, so you can take a nap and wash the airport funk off your balls. And you can put some airport funk on your balls. All right, now, see, that was, uh, uh, we crossed uh, the line. Funk, gonna give it to you. Nope. Uh, all right. Not that kind of bathhouse. So, no, yeah. I mean, number one, if you are going to be in the Atlanta airport for a couple hours, find whatever club is in your terminal. If you're going to pay for it, I would suggest the Delta Club. Uh, just because that is their hub, so they are going to have the best club. And hot food. There. They will have hot food. Uh, and, I mean, because, look, they wrote down here, sleep or sleep wink. What do you wink. think sleep wink means? Not real sleep. You don't sleep for real at the airport. Well, I mean, I think these guys are looking to get... No, I'm not sure. No. Stop making bird noises. <laughs> I think you that's what they're the looking line. to do. They're looking to do that, and you can do that in the club. You can go uh, go into the same shower, and next thing you know, 
Ring ding diddly ding dong do. Just have your honeymoon in the Delta Club. Absolutely. Uh, and then we got a we got a crap ton of emails about wedding photographers. Uh, do you want to just uh, tag team them? I'm right about all of them. Um, Here, you do, you do the first one with Maria, and then I'll do John, and then we'll keep going. All right. Hey, guys, regarding wedding photos, maybe you could try a wedding photo app. I know it won't really solve the problem of disliking slash wanting to avoid staged wedding photos, but I just wanted to throw this suggestion out there in case it's something you'd be interested in. I haven't used them myself, but have done a little research on them, and they seem like a cool idea. Basically, your guests could download an app and submit photos they take care of. Uh, your wedding there. I believe some allow you to submit photos through a website as well. Maria! Uh, so nobody solves a problem like Maria. Uh, I, I will say this. Uh, we could run that on the go game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's easy. And I think we would definitely do that. John writes... And we'll totally have a hashtag, too. Oh, yeah. Hashtag John writes, <laughs> Serious group photos? Yes. But you don't need a lot. You're going to end up with what? Maybe one of those that you're like, yeah, just print it and hang that one. Ashley's right. Friends and family members will want it. So just suck it up, Justin. Yes. But I agree with you. Quick, real, quote, out of my way while I enjoy my day, unquote, photos are the best. Do you really want to stop what you're doing 500 times to smile at somebody? Fuck no, I add as an editor's note. You know, uh, it is Dragon Con, and that's basically what I did all last Dragon Con and cosplay. Fair point. Five hundred pictures. Um, hey, jury! I wanted to tell you about my experience with photographers. My wife and I were pretty much on the same page as you about how so many wedding photos can look artificial and forced. We did some research, interviewed three to four photographers, and ended up picking someone we felt pretty comfortable with. Man, you do. Interviews for that? I didn't know that. Oh, uh, we yeah, didn't dude. have a huge wedding party, so we didn't have to do a lot of formal shots that you see a lot. My wife and I never really felt like we were obligated <sighs> to do anything or bored slash uncomfortable. The photographer also gave us digital rights to the photos. <sighs> I had no idea people like interviewed photographers. Yeah, like no. I assume you like look at their portfolio and say, "I like that one." No, Brett and Katie like like had like a sit down conversation. Don't they have friends? They wound up. They wound up hiring like friends of friends, like and like people who worked through the go game. But like, like you actually, they sat down and like had a conversation with them to show them what they wanted, what they didn't want. I I think if we hired somebody, we would too. Well, because you got to let them know, like if you want like the super cheesy like stage stuff, if you don't want that, like you got to let them know what they want because like and and it's for the photographer's benefit because the photographer doesn't want to get you know a, a, a face full of angry bride. You know, like, especially for what they're going to charge. And that was uh, Colin. I don't know if I said that was Colin or not. Jameson and Dre write, Dear Justin and Ashley, my wife and I have been married for seven months, and after watching Jury Moore, it's giving us some serious wedding planning PTSD. Ashley You're saying, welcome. <laughs> Ashley's saying that so many things aren't about you, uh, but about the family hits the 400-pound wedding gorilla on the nose. Many parts of the wedding ritual, from paper invitations to favors, are expected even though nobody really wants them. And this is the fun part. Nobody wants to pay for them. We paid for our own wedding ourselves, so we were spared a lot of the family pressure, but not all of it. Stage photos are for your parents and relatives who couldn't make it. The paper invitations are so your kooky great aunt can make a cutesy Christmas present and because grandma isn't so great with email. The open bar is because, oh dear God, why did I let my mother invite 40 people just like the wedding cake, sometimes you just have to swallow things you don't want but are costing $1,200 because 
reasons. Congrats on the wedding. May God have mercy on your souls. Well, not Ashley's. P.S. Who didn't have a cake? Don't even ask how much shit that got us in. P.P.S. And you're right about wedding photographers. Ours was great, but mostly creepy weirdos. Ours got attacked by a snake. So that was fun. <laughs> um, that's something else that I, I only learned recently. And maybe we can talk about that more for an, another show. But I didn't know that, like, um, favors were really a thing. Yeah. Like, what do you, what are you supposed, are you supposed to get people presents? Who do you get presents? I don't know, man. They can all get on D's nuts. Oh, we forgot to read Carl's, too. Uh, we'll read that now. Okay. Um, uh, Carl writes, Dear Ashley, first of all, O-H-I-O is still better than F-L, meaning Florida. Sorry, Jerry. Hello from a Cincy born and raised. Anyway, have you tried reaching, reaching out to the 501st? They're a group of stormtrooper invader cosplayers. I'm sure the Legion in Atlanta could help you. Also, I'm curious, now that you have a guest list... Oh, and by the way, for those of you who missed, uh, my dad wants to be Darth Vader. Um, <clears throat> also, I'm curious, now that you have the guest list, are you going to be sending out invitations? Uh, moreover, are you going to be doing things like requesting hand cancellation... Can listeners expect it? Yeah, we already covered the invitations. They're they're done. We're printing them. Um, I've never been to Dragon Con before, so I need to get off my butt and book tickets and hotels and shit. This will definitely be worth it. Good luck with the rest of the podcast, Carl. P.S. No matter how much you change my email, Jerry, unless you also edit the page on Diamond Club TVpedia, the awesomeness of Ohio will be preserved. Speaking of the awesomeness of Ohio, uh, the Jerry Moore podcast offers the congratulations to the... Ohio State University, the alma mater did they win? of my uh, my fiance. You can hear the excitement in her voice. She's a huge Buckeye booster. Uh, she was definitely asleep during the uh, first phase of the college football playoff, celebrating in her dreams, no doubt, uh, the glory that is the Scarlet and Gray. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, they just beat Oregon for the wow. national championship. Go sports, ball sports. No, I mean you know you know what you know the cheers. You grew up in Ohio. All your I know it's O H I O. There's probably another cheer. Your entire family was clad from head to toe in Ohio State Buckeyes. Who gear? Who in my family? Literally, you might be blind to it, but I mean, it's just (laughs) it's just like you're immersed in the culture. No, it's just the stuff. I mean, like people just have sweatshirts and you know t-shirts and jackets and stuff. Huh? It's just a thing. I didn't notice. I know they have brown stuff, which is just depressing. <laughs> that is. All right, everybody. That is all the email that we have this week. Uh, JustinRobertYoung at gmail.com. Uh, jury more in the subject line if you'd like to talk to us about anything we've talked about on this show right here. Ashley, any parting words? Uh, I'm healthy addict pretty much everywhere. And uh, Spice Vegan soon on YouTube. And, um, you know, don't get married, guys. It's way too much fucking work. Oh, that's not a positive note to end I mean, on. End on. Think about the birds. Okay. Adopt a bird. Where should we adopt a bird in California? In Northern California. Mickaboo, right? Let's let chat out Mickaboo. Companion, companion bird rescue. There we go. There are lots of parrot rescues, though. My name is Justin Robert Young. Justin R. Young on Twitter. And until next time. Hi, doctor. <laughs>